Welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside-the-wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another great day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Today, we have with us Mike Heimbaugh and Nicole Fairchild, founders of The Farmway, a very special nonprofit haven for some very special souls. And also, Mike is the lead singer and guitarist for Hello, Dave, and you can hear him singing at the beginning and the end of every Loving Lake Geneva podcast. They have a very special event coming up this weekend right here in Lake Geneva, and we're excited to hear all about it. Welcome, Mike and Nicole. Thanks for having us, Karen. Yes, thank you, Karen. My pleasure. Do you know Lake Geneva is like my hometown? I'm from Walworth, Wisconsin, so I grew up on that lake. You did. So you, did. you could even tell us how special it is, even though I say at every podcast how special it is. It is. It's an amazing, magical place. I love it. Well, I'm hearing some sort of um, sounds in the background. It resembles a goat. And so why don't you start by just telling us where you are? Tell us a little bit about your nonprofit organization and how it all began. Well, we are, uh, we, we lived in the city. We lived in Chicago for many years. And after we met each other and, and decided the city wasn't quite the right place for us, we moved out to the country. And Nicole grew up with horses. And we decided, you know, let's, let's get a couple of ponies. And we started looking around and we found these two ponies that were horribly neglected. <laughs> it felt awful. And we went and got them right away. And, and after that, we knew that there was a need for this. So we decided, you know what, let's start caring for horses. And we, it took us a little while to find the right place. But we ended up near Morrison, Illinois, on this beautiful farm with the help of a wonderful family, the, uh, the Leotode family. Jimmy John and Leslie Leotode really helped us a lot to get into this place. And they're still our biggest donors. Now we have. Are you are you actually cueing that rooster? <laughs> yes. Every time I point to him, he he crows. <laughs> and what kind of animals? Well, we know a couple because we can hear them. But tell us um, all the types of animals that you have there. So we founded the sanctuary on horses. The need for providing a safe haven for the horses. And as you know, once you start to rescue, they all just come. They they know it's a safe place. And we now have 28 horses. We have four goats, nine pigs, 14 cats, and two dogs. Every single one of them rescues. And then we have the roosters who were born here because we rescued several hens. And a couple of them happened to be roosters. And now we've got a flock of our own. And it's me, uh, Mike, and Tex. We are the crew here at the at the sanctuary. So we do everything from A to Z, and it's quite amazing. It's a it's a it's a labor of love, yet it's definitely well worth it. And Tex is your son. How old is he? Tex is six, and he pretty much runs the joint, if you ask him. And we agree. 
<laughs> as it should be, right? Exactly. I know I see, you know, all the pictures on your Facebook page and you can tell he he was probably born an animal lover, but boy, he you could tell he has a way with the animals. So, um, but three of you running that, that whole um, sanctuary, I mean, what's a typical day like for you? <laughs> you know there's really, no such thing as typical yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it starts with feeding it you you come out to the barn and it's a, a chorus of hey i'm hungry i'm right let's feed me <laughs> the piggies get very vocal you, the horses are the horses are always quiet because they're out in the field and they're ready they know hay is coming in the morning unless it's summertime and they're already eating grass the goats will start <laughs> as we come out the door it's it's, it's something yeah, so we go through and we care for all of them, obviously, and then we've always got projects. So our days, you know, we're outside, sun up to sundown, even in the winter. It's uh, it's um, amazing, and we we're grateful to be able to to have the experience here, yeah. really, truly, because we were both Chicago, Mike, you know, in the band working just to be able to be in nature every day is just such a gift. I was a corporate event planner in hotels all over the world. It's I would take this every day. So we're grateful. We look at each other quite often, especially on those hard days when we're, you know, working hard, muddy and just sweating. And we say, you know what, honey, we get to do this. We get to do this. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> we have to remind ourselves. I, th I think you're living a lot of people's dreams. You know, I mean, I come from Chicago, huge animal lover. I was president of an animal organization for 20 years there and um and being out here is just you know a little bit you know outside the city and the the suburbs is boy it's a breath of fresh air and then to be able to be surrounded by animals all day uh, is just i think a lot of people's dream i mean how was it this winter get this was a tough winter yeah it that stretch in february was pretty rough um the animals they, it really doesn't affects them the cold weather the piggies just tend to come out eat and then go back in and go to sleep the horses though they they stand out they find the sunny locations they get out of the wind everybody's fine they just wait for their hay it's hardest on us because we have to get all bundled up right <laughs> and so how how do you fund this i mean i can't imagine feeding all those animals housing all those animals you know how much that costs so and the three of you running it you know how, how do you keep this going you know, Karen, it's an interesting story because Hello Dave's been around Lake Geneva for a very long time, right? You know that, playing at Chuck's. I worked at Chuck's. I knew the band. I never met Mike. And if you would have told me back then that Hello Dave and their fans would be funding our sanctuary, right? It's just, and that's basically what it is. A great, great portion of our funding comes from the fans of Hello Dave. And it's funny you should ask because... This weekend, we're actually having a fundraiser yep. in Lake Geneva at the Ridge Hotel. Called Hoofanani. You, you can't imagine how much I love saying Hoofanani. I've probably said it a <laughs> hundred times this week. I keep saying to my husband, are you ready for the Hoofanani? Are we going to the Hoofanani? It's just so much fun to say. <laughs> I know, we like it so much, we're gonna make it an annual event. Are there still tickets available? There are, there are uh probably about 50 left yes the the vip is sold out quickly and we we will definitely have uh tickets available at the door and and that's at the ridge hotel in lake geneva and um you're also live streaming it as well 
Yeah, we're going to live stream it for, you know, we've got a lot of fans across the country and we don't tour anymore. So it's hard to, to get out and play in, you know, Denver, or Florida. Or, so we decided, hey, let's put this one up. Let people watch. Yeah, so let, let me just, for people who don't know Hello Dave, talk a little bit about that and then we'll come back to the farm way. But um, wait, wait, again, a minute, Karen. wait, Karen, hold on. Let me interrupt. Yeah. There's people that don't know Hello Dave. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know kidding. what? I'm just uh, maybe one or two. So I'm speaking to them. <laughs> <laughs> we have well over, well over 20 fans. So. <laughs> okay. For everyone who knows Hello Dave, you know how modest and funny that is because you have such a following who will follow you anywhere and just always a guaranteed great time. Every single song is great. I don't know. It's like you're a little bit country, you're a little bit rock and roll. I've heard you described as Chicago twang. I mean, how do you describe your music? I think you just nailed it. Oh, good. <laughs> we've, we've played at, you know, big country festivals. We've also played at big rock and roll festivals and we just kind of almost fit in everywhere. How did, okay, there's no, you're, you're not Dave. Um, how did you get the name Hello Dave? Oh, that was a long time ago and probably a poor decision. <laughs> we had a, when we were in college, the band started and we didn't really have a name. We had a sound guy named Dave and Dave wasn't really a sound guy, but he was trying his best. And every evening, hey, Dave, can I get some of this guitar in the monitor? Dave, Dave. Hello, Dave. Yeah, that, there you go. That is great. <laughs> does he, does, is he still somewhere out there? Does he realize his name has lived on? <laughs> you know what? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost touch with Dave many, many years ago. <laughs> well, we so appreciate you letting us use the song Golden for our podcast. That was just so nice of you. And it, it's so perfect. Um, and every time I hear it, I sing along and I play your music when I'm out on the lake, chillaxing on the boat. It, it's like the perfect music. I just listen to your music for hours, you know, with a little margarita in my hand. Um, just love it. And you always get everybody dancing. Everybody who comes to your concert seems to know every single word to every single song. So they, they are your followers, but you've been around a while. And I read that you actually played for troops at one point. We did. We did a whole several tours um, throughout the world for the, basically the USO type tours. We went you know, to Asia and all the Pacific islands. And, and of course we went into Iraq a few times to play for troops there. It was a, it was a great experience. And how about, I mean, I know the pandemic has kind of put an end to, um, or has at least slowed down live music. What are you thinking for this summer? You think your things are going to be back and you're going to be able to play? Uh, we've got a few outside festivals planned already. And of course this Hoofanani is planned, so we're going for it. It is what it is, as they say. I think live music is important, though. Lake Geneva hasn't slowed down much, but pe people are, are cautious and careful, but, but still having fun. And yeah, so hopefully we'll see you a lot up here in Lake Geneva, as, as we usually do. 
And so back back to the sanctuary a bit. So I, I love on your website, it says food nourishes, love heals. I, I absolutely love that. It just gives me chills. And I know you love you must love these animals because what you're doing is a labor of love. How do you decide what animals to take into the sanctuary? That's a great question, Karen. We believe the animals actually choose us. And it's an amazing experience when we get the phone call. We do um, what we call an energy check-in with them. And we go in, we match their vibration so we can communicate with them. And then we know whether or not they're a match for our mission here. And if we can help them, you know, and it's been a success every single time. So when they get here, Often it takes a little while because they've been, several of them, abused terribly and neglected. So the stories take a little, a little bit for them to start to share with us. But once they do, there is the key to healing. When we know what, what went on and, and how we can help them uh, move through that. That's amazing. I, I, you know, not everybody seems to be tuned in to the love of animals. And I always say they're missing out you know, because they have so much to give us and we have so much to learn from them. And I know, um, I read you just suffered a loss on, in the, on the farm recently, right? Yes, we did. So Willow Free was a horse who came to us a couple years ago and she spent uh, her entire life 22 years before she got to us um, in a box stall scenario at a boarding stable. Her owner loved her very deeply and felt she was doing absolutely the best thing for her. But unfortunately, you know, that that sterile environment, um, never being able to get out other than when riding really wreaked havoc on her physical body and emotionally, too. You know, and when she got here, she had an injury and we just uh, we tried really, really hard to fix it for her to help her heal it. And um, it just... (laughs) it wasn't going to happen. And, um, she just decided, literally, we had a conversation one day. I know this sounds a little weird. It doesn't sound weird to me at all. (laughs) I had a conversation with her and, you know, we were talking about how, how we leave our physical body. And I just told her what she needed to do. And literally a week later, she did it all on her own. Oh, and I bet when you lose one, I mean, do the un- other animals kind of react to that? And, you know, there's kind of a shift yeah. in the group. Mike's going to share what happened. It was beautiful. Aww. There is. It was, I found her and uh, then we went out and, and, and just were with her for a few minutes. And the horses, she was separated with a couple of the older horses that we have. We keep them a little closer to the barn area. And the main herd was out in the field eating hay and they were starting to come back in. And each one of them, passed by slowly and would stop some longer than others and just kind of pay the respect. It was really, it was an amazing thing. Yeah, it was so beautiful. You know, if, uh, as a person, you know, funerals have always been like a little challenging for me, that the viewing of that body, that, that kind of thing personally, yet watching the horses, I understood on a deeper, more spiritual level, how beautiful it actually was to be able to say that. Um, you know, to honor the body and say goodbye. That's, you know, I, I hear stories and have had experiences myself where, you know, people may have two dogs at home or a couple of cats and they actually kind of bring 
the other one with, you know, if they have, if it's time to, to go and put them down and all that and, and how beautiful those experiences are, you know, cause sometimes all of a sudden they're, they're just gone and the other animals don't, you know, really know what happened. So that, that's really, really beautiful. Now I know, I know it's probably hard to say, but do you have any favorites? <laughs> you know, our son Tex, he asks me that all the time. So what's your favorite horse? And I'll list off about, you know, 10 and then keep going. And then it's 15. <laughs> it's hard. You know, there's a favorite for every different thing. There is absolutely. Like there's just, everyone has their own little personality and it's beautiful. And then the piggies. I mean, it's, it's amazing watching the piggies interact with the, the goats and the horses interact with the piggies. And it's just <laughs> it's pretty magical around here. And everybody gets along. There's no no two that fight. Oh, there are occasionally scrapes. It's like brothers and sisters. It is. You know, it's truly though. We have goats. If you were to have this a uh, live stream video, you would see. You <laughs> right would, at this moment, yes. Like right, we're standing in the middle of our barn. We've got a pig, Captain Jack, Nellie, our goat. And Captain Jack just dumped over a bucket of water. Thank you, Jack. And River, our horse, we've got Susie, our pony, two dogs, Denny and Daniel, and the goats. I a, mean, a baby goat in a basket. Oh, they're probably wondering when is their time on the microphone? Exactly. Yeah, and then any minute now we'll have a raccoon walking through. Oh, really? <laughs> Another story. Like, yeah. Is that a raccoon that just hangs around or is that is that a rescue too? He was an orphan found by our, our coon hound last year, and we, we nursed him, and he lives outside, but he just hangs around all the time. Yeah, we call him our resident raccoon. He's totally free. He's never been caged. He just does his own thing, and he loves it here, just yeah. like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, he's a smart raccoon. <laughs> he, he is. He'd be silly to leave. <laughs> and so do people, uh, like... Can people come, I mean, I know with the pandemic that probably hasn't happened, but typically are, are people allowed to come out and visit or volunteer or is it better for them to see what's going on through, you know, your site and through social media pages? No, we do encourage people to come out and visit, especially kids. I think kids really get a benefit from coming out here and, and being near the horses. Yes, you know, the 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 natural relationships that happen we always love watching people and children come out and who they're attracted to and then you'll share a little bit of their story and it'll touch that person so intimately that you you just can't make it up you're like yep that's that's life it's so beautiful we'll walk out into the into the pasture and invariably one or two horses will look up and see us and come walking over and it's always a different horse that wants to come in and meet that person for whatever reason some sort of energetic exchange is happening it's it's amazing for sure for sure and so if people want to help out um in any way what's the best way for them to to do that and find out more about the farm way our website is thefarmway.com and on there we have the contact us page so there's our phone number and our email they can message us that way and or facebook and instagram we're also on both of those i remember i think it was in the fall mike where you you did kind of a live stream you were singing in the barn 
and it was so much fun. You were just like singing and playing guitar and these animals would come in and out of the picture. And the, I hope you do more of those because that was so much fun to watch. <laughs> I did. It was. It was a lot of fun. In fact, that night ended with Nell Bell, our little goat, chewing the electric cord. So <laughs> it uh, died. <laughs> the, the, the stream ended abruptly. <laughs> they always want to keep it interesting. We've been talking about doing the barn sessions and having some of my friends, musicians on the road, just stop in for an evening and doing some songs with me in the barn. We had a, a couple of Jason Wallsmith. He's in a band called the Nottas. He stopped in and did the first one with me. In fact, it was his idea. So yeah, he was a great guy. It was fun. We'd like to do more of that. It was so fun. It was fun seeing all the comments from people as throughout the, the concert. So, and if people uh, want to go to the Hoof and Annie um, this Saturday evening, six o'clock, I believe you start playing at 630. How would they go about that? Do they have to buy tickets ahead of time? And if so, how do they do that? It helps if they get tickets ahead of time. Um, you can do that on our website also, thefarmway.com, or on our Facebook page. Nicole shares a lot of information and stories on the Facebook page and Instagram. They're kind of neat stories. The Farmway. Yeah, the Farmway, the farmway on both of those. And there's information about the tickets there. It, it helps if they get them in advance. If not, they can always come to the, to the show. I think they need to pay cash at the show. Is that correct? We're encouraging cash at the show. It's just, uh, just to help out the ridge. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, it is a guaranteed great time. And also you will be helping these lovely souls and the whole farm as well. So it's kind of, you know, serves a lot of purposes to go and attend this really fun event. And if you don't know the band yet, come and you will be addicted. You'll want to follow them everywhere they go, I guarantee you. So I always end by asking, and I know this will be easier for you, Nicole. Well, it should be easier for you, easy for you too, Mike, but growing up here, Nicole. So what is your favorite thing about the Lake Geneva area? Oh gosh, it's everything. But I think my favorite was just being able to to go swimming in the most beautiful clean lake ever. <laughs> That's right. It is. I mean, you could see your your right toes, you know, from, yes. from it's amazingly clean. Exactly. And it's just it's just so it feels so amazing to be there. The natural scenery, the beautiful mansions. It's just great. I love it. That's my favorite thing, definitely, is the lake, the swimming and the boating. My favorite thing from Lake Geneva area would have to be Nicole. Oh, <laughs> that's really nice. I just got Mike. some points, baby. I <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> I don't think you have to say something nice for like a year now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Don't worry, Karen. I'll say something stupid in about an hour and then I'll, I'll lose my point. That, that was really nice. Uh, how, what a great story. I mean, we've talked to so many people who have such special stories about growing up here or, or you know, meeting their spouse or significant other that here. So it's really neat that, um, that you met at Chuck's, right? We actually didn't. We met in the Chicago at a festival in Chicago. We we probably passed each other in Chuck's over ten years. I don't know. Oh, all got the it. Time, but never knew each other. We didn't know each other until later. Oh, got it. Oh, that's funny. All in the right time, right? Things happen. I'm pretty so. sure she was, you know, 
you know, peeking at me all that time at Chuck. She was checking me out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right. Secretly stalking. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I mean, I wouldn't have known him if you would have. Who's Mike Heimbaugh? Oh, hello, Dave. I knew I knew the name, but, you know, I was a little different back then. He's my favorite band now, though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I love to hear you sing and play, Mike. I mean, you just you make it look so easy and your voice is so incredible. And my husband, you know, he's a, a guitarist just for fun, like middle aged man band guitarist. And so he loves watching you play guitar. So we can't wait for Saturday. And I can't thank you both enough for coming on the podcast today. And I can't thank you enough for what you do for these animals. Karen, thank you so much. Thank you for the kind words. I mean, you've yeah. made us feel good today. Absolutely. And loving Lake Geneva, good gravy. That is the truth. Thank you. You've really made this middle-aged guitar guy feel good too. So <laughs> tell your husband we're, we're soulmates. Oh, I think he would disagree. You're kind of in a different league and level <laughs> that he would dream to be at. I just have some really good guitar players around me and we, and the band, I just, I thank them so much for doing these events with us. They, they really. Yes. The band and their families are amazing. They absolutely support the mission here at the Farmway as well. And it's, it's just a really big, happy family. And we're so grateful. Yes, we do love the whole band and um, I can't wait for Saturday and thank you again. And as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva, the natural beauty, the crystal clear waters, the sunshine and the sunsets, but most of all, the people. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right, like the morning I am golden. It's the